0: We present The Standard Show, the podcast that brings you the stories behind the standards with Matthew Chiles and Cindy Paragil.
1: Standards. Well, they affect all of us every day, wherever we go, whatever we do. By defining good practice, they help people, organisations, the economy and society to do
0: things better. And every year, Standards-making bodies around the world publish thousands of them for all sorts of things. For some of the big stuff that affects all of our lives, like the net zero guidelines, an international standard that helps provide a common reference for governments and industry.
1: And it's not just the big stuff, it's the small stuff too. There's a standard for pen caps, which reduces the risk of asphyxiation if pen caps are accidentally swallowed by children amazing really.
0: And then there's everything in between, from standards that help organisations to protect customer data, to guidance on the right way to use AI in medical devices, even to the cables that charge our smartphones. In
1: fact, for you to be able to listen to our voices right now, you may be using Wi-Fi. Well, that's all down to the IEEE 802 series, international
0: standards. And standards like these are made by standards makers, tens of thousands of people from around the world who get together to agree good practice to the way things are made and done. All helping to make our lives easier, safer and more enjoyable.
1: Hello, this is Matthew Childs and this episode of The Standard Show is my conversation with one. Of those standards makers, Navdeep Mihay, a member of TC65, the International Electrotechnical Commission's Committee for Industrial Process Measurement, Control and Automation. Currently a group leader with the UK Atomic Energy Authority, Navdeep is an electronics and communications engineer with nearly 20 years' international experience on a wide variety of projects, including automotive, power stations, and research into nuclear fusion. And he's been making standards since 2016. And these standards are in industrial process control and factory automation, which help him to do things like making sure power stations operate safely. I spoke to Navdeep at a recent BSI standards conference, where BSI brings together standards makers, policy makers, academics, students, and everyone and anyone really who was interested in discovering and debating about how standards are shaping our modern world. I asked Navdeep about why he is a standards maker, the impact it's had on his career, and also about his proudest standards-making moments. But I started by asking him about his professional background.
2: Electronics engineer, a proud electronics engineer. Been working in the control instrumentation field, automation field for last 20 years. Uh, been in uh, Power stations, been in uh, automotive, Jaguar and Rover, and then now work in the UK Atomic Energy Authority, working on making the nuclear fusion a reality. So, yeah, can't get better than that at the moment. Making nuclear fusion a reality is fantastic. And what's up, Dav? Tell me which committees you work on. So, uh, I'm in TC65, which is the measurement and control devices. And again, pro- process industry, that's my experience has been in working on those transmitters, those sensors. I recently joined the NCEA, so we actually met one of the committee managers when, when you grabbed me from, from him. So he's the committee manager, I recently joined that committee and uh, looking forward to part, be part of the nuclear uh, committee uh, from the, again, measurement and control devices. So within those committees then, give us a, sort of a sense of what sort of standards are you working on? Right, okay, so variety. Uh, so at my main work group looks after the testing uh, and conditions for those devices, so how do we have test condition, how do we say, yeah, those devices are fit for purpose. Uh, that's the, They're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. So that's my working group. But otherwise, in parallel, uh, I've been in conversation with different working groups. Smart Cities is another one which is under TC65. Uh, uh, again, uh, making those sensors, functional safety, using them in functional safety aspect. So that's another part of the same TC65, uh, the committee. So. Yeah, it's it, it mainly using the sensors, the, which we use for temperature, pressure, uh, humidity, any any other sensor, and using it different fields. So at the moment, working in process industry, but also can be in any functional safety, like I said, any other industry as well. Now, now talk,
1: talk me through, you know, how, how we got involved. We love a standards journey as a standards show, as you know. So what, how did it all start for you?
2: So the standards, as, as you know, I mean, we all part of the industry, we all know what standards are because we do, when you buy a component, we need to make sure they actually comply. They will, they're fit for purpose. They will live in this temperature environment, I work in power stations where some of the, uh, you can have in cooling towers, so which are very cold temperatures. And some of them in the inner building, you don't have to worry much about the humidity or the temperature. So you have to look into the standards for sure, the technical specifications. So that's what we knew about standards. But then part of one of these, this same conference, uh, I will say seven, eight years before, I attended one of these conferences. One of the uh, chair uh, or the panel member was talking about this uh, young professionals community. I said, why exactly is this young professionals community? Uh, and uh, that's how I learned about there is, a, there is a, a general meeting, IC general meeting, and there is a young professional program, which from BSI, you can actually, if you are selected, you can represent BSI. So, and that's on. I got into making standards. So I joined that uh, deaf professional committee, went to IEC meeting, came back, and then obviously once you are into standards, you slowly just gradually go deep and deep. And here I am. I think uh, every year I come to these conferences. What a lot to learn. What's happening new, like today, emerging technologies. You start from somewhere, and then uh, you learn more and more. So there, yeah, that's that's been my standard journey as a young professional to. Chair of one of the special interest groups for standards one of the Institute for the UK. That's amazing. So, just attending a conference and then you end up chairing a committee, which is actually
1: fantastic. So, your motivations now, obviously, you had some, the motivations for getting started were very specific to you at that point. I just wonder what are the motivations for you now for staying involved?
2: I think uh, because standards play a huge part in what we do in industry and. Uh, you have to have a balanced voice uh, from end stakeholders. It could be end users, it could be manufacturers, uh, regulators. So I, I'm not manufacturer, but I am the end user, so I want to make sure that my voice is heard when we actually make those standards, and that's why, that's why my, my, my motivation to be part of this uh, committee is. Now, Nav, you've been working in and around standards for sort of seven or eight years now. I just wonder what difference has it made so far to your career? Right, Uh, I think you definitely get the recognition. I must say that that you're part of the standards committee because most of the people, uh, the people who know standards, I would say 99% are users, and maybe less than 1% are the actual makers. So when you say that you make those standards, we definitely, people do... So they ask more questions about it, what's, what's the process, how do you do it, how do you get into it. So uh, it definitely grows your network, that's for sure, in it, at your work. But otherwise, outside the network, uh, attending these conferences, attending, meeting new people, uh, that oh, again widens your network and then builds more opportunities. Again, based on the standards, I got involved in the Institute of Measurement Control and based on that, I've become part of the Special Interest Group standards and led on to chairing one of those special interest groups and we have the same member a membership of 200 people so we actually have a meeting coming in two or three weeks time and uh, talking to those members again you you get to know what's happening in not just the industry where you are working in but the wider works of people from npl people from uh, nuclear people from oil and gas you you get to hear what exactly is happening in their industry and recently, early this year, this, uh, there was a plenary meeting, with which was actually happening in London. So I was given opportunity to, to talk part of, uh, from UK, what are the UK's new standards needs. And that's a very interesting topic. You can go as wide as possible. I narrowed down based on the research I did with the, my institute, uh, data from it, and then also talking to some of the BSI members. I presented at this, uh, that uh, forum uh, and it was amazing. So it's uh, it's not just the, it's not just the job; it's about the career. So I think the career development it it plays vital role in that. And what would you
1: you say now of all the things you've done so far across this sort of seven or eight years? What's been the, your proudest moment so far of being a standards maker?
2: Oh, uh, I think standards making itself is a proud moment. I must say, but uh, when during those committee meetings when, when I'm in in that uh, uh, sitting with a team of experts who are manufacturers or conveners, you, you talk about some things which you have never thought about. I can give you an example. We're talking about the accuracy. It's a very known term, but only when you talk about writing in a standard, you have to make sure you don't take it very loosely because accuracy is taken very loosely. You can go deep in deep in deep. What do we actually mean by accuracy? It came down to when you look into the vocabulary and the dictionary and IEC dictionary, it's actually a quality stuff. So you can't measure. You can't just say 100% accurate. You have to define what parameter within that. So when we were actually having that conversation, trying to dip, dig deep and deeper, deeper into it, and coming with the ideas, coming with the topics, I think that really, that's that's reason That's only in uh, two months before uh, in the in the world. And I think that's my recent proudest moment to be actually having those conversations and being part of those conversations to make the standard a right in a standard which is going to be used for decades uh, coming in the future. So now, obviously, um, standards are made by
1: people sitting around sitting around the table, virtual or or, or, or physical, to agree what good looks like. And we want to have as many people around the table. Uh, representing different views as possible. I just wonder what you would say to someone, it doesn't matter what stage, car- stage of their career they're at,
2: you know, what and they're thinking about getting involved, what would you say to them? Uh, just get involved. Just get involved. I will say your voice matters because if you, you're only thinking about a standard because you have used it or you are related to it. You do something about the standard, not remote. You, somehow you are connected to it. So that means you are a user of the standard, so your voice does matter in making the standard. You may choose to participate as much as you like. Obviously, it's a voluntary thing, so BSI or the IEC would like for you as much as possible to get out contact with time. However, it's up to you how much you actually can contribute your, your work commitment, your personal commitment. That's entirely depending on that. So starting with those conversation and then seeing where those hit your personal targets in terms of your career your work achieve work goals as well so you can start from there you can contribute as little as and then you can be the chair the convener of a committee and then be the influencer in making those standards so i will say start small and and you will see how much you actually can contribute or want to contribute to it so but i will say the first step is to being part of it to start with and then it it's a you will feel it. I think it's very much personal, you uh, that how much you actually can contribute to making standards. But it's, it's fun, like I said, it's definitely a motivator in your day to day life because you're part of the standards committee. Uh, you don't just, once you're a member of it, you're, you don't just get part of the, that particular standard. You get to see what else is happening within that field that you're working on, obviously, and also what's work happening in the standards community as a well, whole, like this conference. So you get to see what's happening in the standards world, not just in the technical committee that you may be thinking of. So yes, be part of it. Doesn't matter what you do. As long as you, care, you are connected to the standard uh, or the technical committee, I think you should you should be trying to list, be listen to what people say and then hopefully you can contribute. And you are a living and breathing example now about how
1: just getting involved as and you've gone deeper and deeper as you said and now you become a committee
2: chair. So thank you now for being a standards maker. On yeah, no thank thank you actually. I think I, I met you in the first when I started as a young professional. Thank you, thank you Alan. Oh, I never missed to thank Alan. Uh to, to I think it's it's about uh growing that that community. Uh how do we sell it? How do we tell people that okay, this is this is a fun to be part of, yeah. I tried my best to, to save my own feelings, but it's, it's a good community. It's a very helpful community. Uh, and, and I think the network is, is very helpful. It, it helps you in your career. So yeah, now, thank you very much.
1: A very enthusiastic and passionate Navdeep Mihay, part of the standards community, name checking a certain Alan Sellers, also a standards maker and also formerly of this parish, my former co-host on The Standards Show. Now, if like Navdeep, you too want to be part of the standards community and work on standards to help make nuclear fusion a reality, or if you want to create smarter transport solutions or make workplaces more diverse and inclusive, or maybe you really want to make a difference in the field of AI governance or baby feeding products or maybe managing food waste, it doesn't matter. Whatever your thing, get involved in standards. We welcome applicants from all fields, backgrounds and career stages. Our goal is a simple one, to have a balance of views around the table. So start that standards journey now. Details of how to do so are in the show notes. And the show notes are also where you can find details of our socials and all of the other ways to get in touch with us here on The Standard Show.
0: You have been listening to an episode of The Standard Show with Matthew Childs and Cindy Paragill. Subscribe to The Standard Show now, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You just heard a Stripped Media Production.